Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about a question I get asked a lot, and this is, how many pools can you do in one day? And I'm going to give you my best answer and try to give you at least, you know, an answer that makes some sense, and you can kind of calculate how many pools you can do per day in your area. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So it's really dependent on your area, the size of pools, how fast you are, how far the pools are in between each other. But I would say that you can do at least 12 pools per day on a given day in some areas. Of course, there's some areas you can do more than 12. Other areas where 12 would be kind of the top or the most pools you can do in a day. And again, there's a lot of factors here that go into play. You can do more pools definitely in Florida and in California where they're smaller. In Florida, a lot of the pools are screened in. In California, we have a lot of small pools here you know, 12,000 gallons or smaller. And it just depends basically on the size of the pool, how far it is between each stop, when you start, if a pool has a cleaner, if a pool has heavy debris, and what kind of equipment you carry. If you have a vacuum system, you can move through the route a lot faster. And if the pools have automatic cleaners, you can do those pools a lot quicker. And of course, there's always going to be something during the day that's going to slow you down or cause a problem. On certain days of the week, you're going to run into problems. So let me start with the basic. And this is what time do you start your route? And I get asked this question a lot, like what is the earliest you can get to a pool? And I think it's dependent on the customer at that pool. So I try to plan my route to where I'm at the stop where the customer's already at work. Or the pool is far away from the house and I'm not going to disturb anyone. You don't want to be doing a pool at 7 a.m. with a barking dog. You're going to wake up the customer, the neighbors, become a nuisance. So we're not really like gardeners where we're going to have blowers on and cause a lot of noise. If you're careful, you're going to be pretty quiet back there. You're not going to be making a lot of noise and you're not going to disturb anybody, especially if the pool is further from the house. So you want to plan your route if you are going to start early in the morning to where you're not waking anyone up or disturbing anyone. Now, of course, it's dependent on when the sun rises in your area Here in Southern California, most of the time, 7 a.m., you're going to have enough light to do a pool. Sometimes during the season, depending on, you know, where you are at, you're going to be able to start at 6.30 or 6.40 in the morning. And you want to start probably as early as you can if you want to get in as many pools as you need to. I wouldn't say getting started at 9 o'clock is ideal or 9 a.m. because you already lost two hours of daylight. And to me, you could have squeezed in you know, three or four pools during that time, and you just kind of lost that time of your day. So starting early is probably best. And, you know, I get out of bed early in the morning and I get started early 
because that's just kind of how I've always done things. And I suggest the same for you. If you start early and if there's a problem during the day, you can, you know, mitigate that without having, you know, a disaster on your hands and trying to get done before it gets dark. And I start early because I want to get back before the traffic starts in my area. You know, working in Los Angeles County, there's a lot of traffic on almost every freeway you go on. And a lot of the back roads have traffic too. So you want to avoid those kind of things where you're kind of stuck in traffic because you're getting out too late. You also want to avoid getting stuck in school areas where there's a lot of traffic. This is one of those things where you can find alternate routes around the primary schools because a lot of times if you're starting early in the morning, you're going to be passing an elementary or junior high school or high school. So you should, of course, know the start times of these schools and avoid those streets at that time. There's always alternate routes around schools, and I suggest you find them. You don't want to be spe- you don't want to be spending 20 minutes stuck in you know the school traffic when it is unnecessary. So find ways around schools if you if they're nearby your route. Anything that's going to cause you some time, you know you want to avoid that and plan your route. The good thing is that with a GPS nowadays you can get around just about anything, and it makes your life a lot easier. So avoid those kind of situations and avoid starting too late because then you lose a lot of time in the morning where you could be doing a lot of work. If you really want to maximize the time out there and do as many pools as you can in one day, I think having a tight route is important. And getting a tight route is something you're going to be working at for two or three years to kind of tighten that up. So if you have a pool that takes you 15 minutes to drive to and then 10 minutes to drive to the next stop once you get back towards your territory, that pool is the first one you're going to drop when you start to get more pools in a tighter area. You don't really want to keep these outlier pools because it takes you time to get out there. You're going to be spending 20 to 25 minutes driving the one pool if you count the time to get there and the time to get back to another stop. I wouldn't necessarily count just the time to get to a pool. I want to also factor in how long it takes me to drive from that pool back to my kind of regular route or area and do another pool. And that's a big factor in slowing you down out there if you're doing a lot of driving in between your stops. Now, of course, if you're in a rural area, there's nothing you can do about driving 10 minutes or 15 minutes to a certain stop. But you want to plan your day accordingly in that case and realize that 12 pools is probably your maximum if you're driving 15 or 20 minutes in between your pools because they're spread out. And that's just the nature of the area you're in. But if you're in an area where you have suburbia like here in Southern California, most of Florida, parts of Texas, you want to kind of tighten your route as soon as you can and drop those outlying pools once you get some pools that are closer to the core area that you want to service. And I also think that it's smart if you have a lot of pools in one area to kind of spread them out during the week. So you're kind of crisscrossing your route a lot in case you run into problems. You can stop by a pool that you do maybe on a Tuesday if you're over that way on a Thursday. I wouldn't necessarily bundle everything on the same day. I mean, you could do that, but you can also cross over your route so that if there's any kind of problems or if you have to stack pools, let's say you want to take a Thursday off, you can move those pools to a a Tuesday because you're going to be in that area again. So I want to put all my eggs in one basket and do all the pools in one area on the same day, unless, of course, the other part of your route is further away. But it's also it always makes some sense to kind of have some pools in the same area on a different day so that you'd have more flexibility, again, with stacking pools if you need to do it, or if you have to stop by for a problem, you're not driving 20 minutes the next, the following, you know, two days later, because everything is out of that territory. So kind of plan that when you're building your route and then scheduling it. 
start moving pools around to make your route more convenient. And I also like to kind of balance it with some, you know, really fast pools, which I call splash and dash with class. These are pools where we call them show pools also, where you have to find things to do at the pool. You know, you're spending extra time doing the chemistry, you're brushing the tiles, and you're just kind of finding things to do because the pool looks clean every week. So have a lot of those on your route and then have some other ones that are a little more difficult, I would say, where you're spending more time because there's more surface debris or the pool's larger and you want to kind of stagger that. You don't want all your great pools on one day and then have all your bad pools on another. That's going to kind of burn you out anyway and you it's going to eat up a lot of time on certain days. So you want to kind of balance it so that your time is similar in every day as far as being out there. And if you're doing repairs also, it's a good idea to do the repairs on a separate day or a light day when you're not doing a lot of pools. For example, if you're you know at a pool on Thursday and it needs a new motor put in and you have a light day on a Monday, let's say you just do six pools on Monday, you can definitely hold off on that repair and do it on a Monday. Doing repairs or kind of major repairs like you know pump installs and filter installs on the same day that you service 14 pools is not the most logical way to do it because there's going to be problems. You're going to run into things and some setbacks. And then if you are trying to rush through the last eight pools on your route and, you know, you have two hours of daylight, it's not really pleasant. And this causes burnout also and frustration and stress. So I would suggest having set days to do repairs. So if you have a light day on a Monday, have that day as your repair day so that you're not pressed for time and rushing through your route You can schedule repairs during your pool route if you have good time management and you know you can finish on time, but maybe save that repair for the end of the day in case you run into problems. You can come back the next day and finish it up. I wouldn't necessarily do that the first thing in the morning or during the middle of the route for that reason. And so I picked that 12 number basically because it's something that is reachable just about in every area. That gives you, if you do an eight-hour day, including driving, That gives you about 40 minutes per pool, driving to it, cleaning it, getting to the next pool. And if you have to go to 9 hours, that's fine. You can stretch it out. So 12 pools is logical, and it's something that can be easily done. Now, in some areas, like my area, you could do 17, 18 pools a day pretty easily. In Florida, I've heard of guys doing 20, 22 pools a day because they're screened in, they're small, and some have chemical-only stops. So those are all factors, too, when you're thinking about building your route. If you have chemical-only stops or spas, you can, of course, do, you know, if you're doing 12 regular pools, three chem-only stops, two spas, you can easily do 17 stops in a day, no problem. And if the pools have automatic cleaners in them, that's going to really speed up your day. So I highly suggest having pools with automatic cleaners, recommending to clients that they have automatic cleaners, because then you're shaving off 10 minutes at that pool because you're not needing to manually vacuum that pool on every visit. And so if you can shave off 10 minutes on this pool, 10 minutes in another pool further down, and your day is going to go a lot quicker and you can add pools to that service day when you have some easy pools on there. And if you have some hard pools, it's not a big deal because you have a lot of extra time because you have those cleaners. So the more cleaners you have on your route, the better, the easier it is for you to get through that pool and get to the next pool. I would try to limit as many heavy debris pools as possible. Sometimes you can't do that. It's understandable. Then in that case, I mentioned having the right equipment at the beginning is important. A vacuum system. 
So if you do pools that do get a lot of heavy debris, having a vacuum system is something that's going to get you through that day quicker. And I consider that an essential tool out there for any area because you don't know when you're going to have a wind event. Like in my area, we have the Santa Ana winds. Or you're going to want to take into account maybe a neighbor next to a pool that's really nice, but they have more debris than that pool. If you have a vacuum system, you could take that neighbor's pool without worrying about it and then have a really tight route, even if that pool takes you five more minutes because you have to vacuum it with the riptide or the bottom feeder. It's still a good pool because you're right next door to another account or down the street from another account. And so having a vacuum system like the Riptide or Bottom Feeder is a great way to maximize your time out there. It's not necessarily just for those areas where you get a lot of wind or pools that are destroyed. It's also good to speed up your route. Maybe take a pool that's closer to your core route and drop a pool that's further away. Even if you spend 5 extra minutes or 10 extra minutes there, you're not spending 15 minutes driving. It'll make your life a lot easier. So if you have the resources, I really recommend investing in a vacuum system. The Riptide's usually always in stock. The bottom feeder lately has been four to eight weeks out. And then the power vac is kind of hard to find in a lot of cases. I'm not sure if they're having a shortage. And then the hammerhead usually is available at your distributor. Although I've heard some inklings about having some supply issues there. So if you're going to pick up a vacuum system, I suggest getting one now, especially if your goal is to build a tight route. Having that available is just a great tool in the arsenal to allow you to speed up your day. I mentioned having problems during the day. There's always going to be something that may slow you down, whether it be a chatty customer coming out there. You know, they catch you out by the pool and they want to tell you their life story, which happens a lot out there because a lot of people get bored, especially if they're at home and they're having no one to talk to but the pool guy or gardener when they show up. You may run into maybe a tree trimmer, trims the trees, and leaves a big mess for you. Or you get there, they had a party, and they left the pool on spa mode, and so the pool's not circulating all week. All these things are things that are going to happen. So you don't want to have your route where you're just stacked in there so tightly that if a problem arises, like I mentioned here, and it sets you back to where you are you know, have to turn the pool light on to finish your route, which has happened before to some pool guys in my area. I've heard stories where... They would use the pool light to finish their route, which is probably not ideal. And you don't want to be back at your client's house at that time. So if you have 18 pools you're doing and you're scrambling to get through your route on time and you have a kind of blip or a hit like this, it could be disaster for you. So you don't want to set your business up, of course, for that situation. So again, I think having a maximum amount of pools per day is also something that you should have in your head. How many pools can you actually do in your area? Per day, where it's logical to where if there's a problem, it's not going to be the end of the world and you're scrambling to finish the last five pools before it gets dark or you're going to push them to the next day because you can't get to it. And that's not a good business model. So you want to have your route set up to where you can do for sure the minimum amount of pools, which I said was 12, which is really logical and easy to do. And then add more pools if you can to that number and then get to a point where if you do have a problem, you're not scrambling or not frustrated or getting burned out because you have way too much work. So kind of get to that sweet spot and tighten your route if you can. So if you find that you have too many pools, maybe sell one or two pools that are outlying or just drop those accounts. Get your route tight so you're not scrambling because a tight route is really the key here. If you're just driving five minutes or three minutes per pool, then any problems that happen is not a big deal because then you can push some pools off to the next day because they're all pretty much in the area. 
And I did mention you want to have your route crisscrossing. And so let's say you did have a problem where the customer left their pool in spa mode and the pool turned on you and you have to spend an extra 20, 25 minutes there to get it back in shape. Maybe you have to clean the filter or if you're going to be doing your filter cleaning all at the same time, you can move pools from one day to another because you have a tight route and the pools crisscross or the accounts crisscross each other so you can move pools very easily from one day to another. So to answer the question, you can do probably 12 pools a day in your area depending on the size of them and how far you have to drive between them. And then you can maximize that by adding pools in your specific area to that number to keep it reasonable and logical so that you're not killing yourself out there. But there's no time wasted either. You don't want to have three extra hours in your day and not do anything if you're trying to build up your business. Now, if you want to have three extra hours in your day because you want it that way, that's perfectly fine. Nothing against coming home early and having nothing else to do, maybe your hobbies or spend time with your family. But if you're building up your pool business and you're trying to maximize your time and you want to do as many accounts as you can in reasonable hours per day, I I give you that eight-hour day of 40 minutes per pool because if you work more than eight hours a day, it starts to get on you and starts to drain you. And the 40-hour work week is set up for a logical and biological and psychological reason. So I wouldn't push that to the limit and work 60 hours a week, which I've done before. And it's just not a healthy thing to do. I think you're going to get really burned out. You're going to be irritable. You're going to have issues with your family, issues with time management if you're working that hard and that long. But don't leave any hours on the table, of course, on the other end of it when you're building up your route. And so if you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on that podcast icon, and then you can see a drop-down menu of the other episodes that I recorded. And if you're in the industry and want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance every month. And again, you can learn more about the coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. A great your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.